Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Here we go on a day where our cup runneth over baseball playoffs. NBA embarrassment, NFL trade, and Tay-Tay drops an album. Could there be more going on? The crew is here. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. All right, one place to start. Brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire coming off of what were they calling it? The solstice? What, what was it with all four sports in action? Rob Nekovich is in our studio here. The assembled members of the hashtag crew are with us. We could talk about all the sports. We had football, basketball, baseball, and hockey Ooh. on the same day yesterday. It's only happened some number of times before in history. And all of it, candidly, was pretty interesting. We'll start with the football here with Rob Nekovich and work our way to the baseball and everything else as we go. Uh, let's start with this. Nico, you were not invited. I was not here yesterday mm. to be a part of the fun that you all had with it on yeah. Get Up. But Tom Brady very famously went to Robert Kraft's wedding last Friday night in New York. Uh, you were, I assume... Well, I was traveling. I was actually honorary captain at Purdue University against Nebraska. So, I mean, maybe I was invited. I just didn't get... Maybe get lost in the mail. That's possible. Like that. So <laughs> I superimposed myself into the photo, which it was, you know, it was fun. It's a good laugh. I you wanted know, to be there. It's here's good. what's also got to laugh. Tom Brady laughed yesterday at the idea that he might retire during the season. That, that's that's that kind is, of funny. That is funny, though. But uh, listen... At, there's points in your career where somebody asks you a question and you literally look at them and you, you want to laugh at them and say that that was really a dumb question uh, and laugh it off, which is silly. I mean, you think Tom Brady, a guy that's playing at 45 years, years old, is going to retire halfway through the season? Give me a break. So, no, that's not going to happen. And Tom seemed to be in good spirits yesterday. I mean, he was laughing and just smiling. Maybe at this point, it's just like, whatever. I'm just going to go play the rest of the season. Hopefully, we turn it around. Well, look, the, the two legendary quarterbacks are very much a part of the conversation today. Because Brady, his team is struggling. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, his team is struggling. Brady's team has the closest thing you can get to a guaranteed win this week. They play Carolina. The Panthers, in the last week and a half, have fired their coach, traded away one of their better wide receivers, and then last night traded Christian McCaffrey to San Francisco. So if Brady doesn't beat this team, if this isn't a get-right game, then nothing has ever been a get-right game. Rodgers, meanwhile, has a scary game. And Hembo brought this to my attention a little bit earlier. You know, you lose Carson Wentz. That <laughs> You may not be making the point you think you're making when yeah. you say they've lost their starting quarterback. I do not think Green Bay at Washington this week is an easy game at all, Nick. No, it is not. But And I would say this. The Packers have a lot more going on than just the receiving core. So can't stop the run. Special teams issues. Offensive line. Aaron Rodgers has hit the hit the turf a bunch this season. Um, so if they lose this game, season's over. I mean, you look at the division, the NFC, sure, the NFC is weak, but you look in their division, the Vikings, nobody's really talking about the Vikings. Yeah. They're in a great position. If they if the Packers lose to the commanders 
and they've lost three in a row, and they have all those issues that they have to address. It's not just one thing. Oh, our receiving core needs to do a better job of getting open. No, no, no. There's more to it than just that. That's a big deal. And on top of it, if your quarterback is saying, we just need to simplify things, and your head coach is saying, I don't know what you're talking about. We're going to continue to do what we do. That's another issue. For sure. And you said it today. It's not just that they would be so far out in the division. They could implode. I I could see that happening. And for anyone who's saying, oh, they're going to beat Washington, well, they were a much heavier favorite against the Giants in London. They were a much heavier favorite against the Jets last week at Lambeau. Now they're in a true road game against a Washington team that, look, they're – they're not very good, but they're not very, very bad. Hembo, give me some numbers here and what, on the commanders, and in particular in the absence of Carson Wentz. Yeah, so I don't think there is hardly any difference between he and, and Taylor Heineke. That's demonstrated in the line. I mean, right now they're getting four and a half points, but if Carson Wentz was starting this game, it's not like they'd be getting one. I mean, there, there's not much difference between the two. The odds makers tell us as much. You made a good point about the Packers' offensive line. This year they ranked 20th in the NFL in pass protection after being the number one O-line in that respect Number over the one. first three seasons of Matt LaFleur's career. And wow. look, Washington's not that good at stuff, at most stuff. But they hit the quarterback at the highest rate in the NFL. That is the one way that you could see this team going down in this game because of that. Absolutely. Greeny with you here, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Let's not bury the lead. While you were sleeping, Christian McCaffrey was traded to San Francisco. So here's the reason that Hembo should be in a bad mood today. <laughs> So he, is a, he loves the Eagles. They're 6-0. and He's never been so happy. But wait a minute. The Cowboys, his biggest rival and biggest threat in the division, I think, despite the gaudy record of the Giants, the Cowboys are getting their quarterback back. They're getting a truly excellent quarterback back. And another NFC power, a team with, I think, when healthy, the best defense in mm-hmm. the conference, it just added Christian McCaffrey. So I think the 49ers, while everyone was asleep last night, Ninko, made themselves a Super Bowl contender. I I think that with the way the NFC is trending and the top teams, who are the top teams? Number one, the Eagles. Number two, it's a thought. You could say that the 49ers could easily become the number two team now, Mm -hmm. and the Cowboys could take a step back, depending on how Dak comes out and how he looks and how this team performs. But the 49ers hit a home run in getting McCaffrey. They, They add another piece. Another offensive weapon that you can spread out, use them in the backfield. Just a a dynamic athlete, not just a running back. So I would anticipate the 49ers to use McCaffrey similar as Samuel. Get him outside. They have the missile motions where the the receiver running backs running quickly and the defense has to figure out what they're doing. I anticipate Shanahan using him in a lot of different roles. So this is a great addition for the 49ers. I still think the Eagles right now, with the way they're playing and the confidence, they're still the number one team in the NFC. The Eagles are still the best team in the conference. 49ers acquiring a great running back that's healthy right now doesn't change that. But I will say this. That might be the best yak team ever. Oh, yeah. Debo, for sure. Kittle, McCaffrey. Yeah. I mean, that's an embarrassment of riches for Jimmy Garoppolo. All he has to do is dump off the ball, not get sacked, and not throw it to the other team. That's a top five offense in the sport right now. And I'll now. say this, too. I cover the NBA for our network now. The, the buzzword in the NBA is positionless. That's everything is about positionless. The 49ers might be the first positionless NFL team of all time. McCaffrey is a running back who is as good as a receiver. Debo Samuel is a receiver who's as good as a running back. Who, and They've got this creative offensive genius, like the the Kyle Shanahan. This like you see him in the back room, you know, right now cooking up all these crazy things. I can't wait to see what this offense looks like. And with McCaffrey's injury history, 
I would not want him to be a running back. Mm. I would want to have him in space. Mm. I would want to put him in the slot, transition him to maybe a, a receiver type role that can go in the backfield and still run the football. Tell us your uh, your Reggie Bush story. Okay, so Reggie Bush, we're playing Miami. This is when Reggie Bush was with the Dolphins, and uh, there was a particular play where I had the back man to man, and he had motioned over to me and then split out, went empty. So I walk out with him. And he, he's seeing me come with him, and we have a relationship. We were drafted the same draft class. So, you know, obviously we talk, and he looked at me. He goes, are you covering me? And I go, yeah. And he started laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, stop laughing. Like, don't laugh. And he, you know, did a little shake and ran past me on a go route. He had me because he's Reggie Bush, and safeties and corners can't cover him. So the quarterback didn't hit him. He didn't see him, <laughs> thankfully. It would have been a <laughs> touchdown. Um, but I remember just thinking to myself, like, man, it's a good thing you didn't see him. Let me see how – hold on just one second. Yeah. Bill Belichick is a noted football genius. Well, in certain situations, Greeny, you have to just do what you have to do. Like, but what does that matchup, mean? How could he so ever the, allow there to be a situation so – and you know for, I love you. For example – Where you're one-on-one covering <laughs> Reggie Bush. For example, if the back is in the backfield across – from me, So say I'm on the left side of the line of scrimmage and it's gun far, so the back is away from me. And then they motion that running back across the line of scrimmage, across to my side, mm-hmm. and he splits out. Well, in some defenses, if the other linebacker is away, he can't leave the middle of the field or go across like that. So he'll just look at me, we communicate, I got him, I got him, and then I leave, and then the other linebacker comes you're over. Not, you're, not, you're, you're missing my point. Why would it, why would there was enough time for Reggie Bush to say to you, well, are you covering me and then laugh? That's plenty of time for Bill Belichick to call a timeout and say, this play is a touchdown <laughs> on the field right now because I got Ninkovich matched up on at, Reggie Bush. At that point, then at that point, I'm sure Bill is in his notepad just being like, let's see how this matchup goes because we're up <laughs> enough. You know, let's see how Rob handles Reggie Bush. But there was there's points where I was. Do you have authority was, to turn I've to the ref McCoy, and call a timeout? McCoy, could you have called? No. The, could you have turned to the ref and said, "Wait a minute, nope. I'm dead here," <laughs> no. and called a timeout? No, no, because you want to see. Like literally, there's been moments where I covered good running backs. There's moments where I for example, beat. for example, um, McCoy. Like you would think I wouldn't be able to cover McCoy, but there's ways to cover. You're guys. right. I don't think you could cover Shady McCoy. He, he ran an angle route on me one time and he destroyed me. But and then I yelled at Matty P for putting me in that position. But <laughs> You know, if 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 I can cover, so a that's zero for back, one so far. What was the next one? Uh, I, listen, you just said I covered really good running backs. Well, Reggie Bush beat you. They didn't see him. I think at one Shady time, Shady McCoy L- beat L- you. L- you yelled at Matt Patricia. I'm L- waiting for one. Lt ran a, a wheel route, and I <laughs> how'd that go? It was I was with him, but the thing is, what was the result of the play? Incomplete. Didn't throw it to him. Okay, fair enough. You know? But what you have to do is you have to use your angles. It's all about angles now. So, uh-huh. like, if they're running a wheel route, the running back comes out of the backfield, and you know you're not going to be able to like, stay with them. You got to get to a point, hit him, slow him down, and then you kind of like, you know, hit his hand. It's like you're just playing. Ban- you're hitting their hands, and you're trying to slow him down a little bit. But anyway, I know nobody cares about that. Ninkovich is a pass rusher, defensive end, not a cover linebacker. I understand that. But there were moments where I was beat. in the the, the Green Bay, for example, wheel route in Green Bay, I was right there, but the ball still was completed over my shoulder. It was a beautiful pass by Aaron Rodgers. We could probably pull it up. Uh, I'm looking at your combine measurements as we speak. Greeny, what do you think Rob Ninkovich ran in the 40-yard dash? Has he finished yet? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Four 
And a big number after it? Yes, that's correct. Okay. 4.91. Yeah, 491. Feeling good about that number? What about my 510.5? I don't have that information <laughs> handy. 4.1 flat. That's one of the fastest quickness, five short yardage quickness. It's not um, about top speed in the NFL. Five ten five. Ninko was five, in ten, the zone. Uh, by the way, DeAndre Hopkins was in the zone last night. He came back from the long suspension, and he looked like he never missed a beat. Arizona knocking off New Orleans in a game in which they had two pick sixes in the zone. Brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone with AutoZone. Quickly, Ninko, tell me the Jets are going to beat Denver this weekend. They're going to beat Denver. They're going to beat Denver. I think Denver, they're reeling. They're not looking great. Russell Wilson, I don't know what's going on. You know, he compared himself all my to Jet fan friends Wolverine blood or something. Are I don't tell, yeah, we're going to get to that. All my Jet fan friends are texting me, this game scares us to death. Like, hmm. The Jets no, have not been expected to do anything this year. And we have, now all of a sudden the world is riding our bandwagon. We're going to Denver. Everything is going against them. The world is giving up on Russell Wilson. The world has already fired the coach. Russell is hurt. The Broncos are terrible. You don't understand. Prosperity is not something we are generally comfortable with. Tell me everything is going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. How does this game go? I think they're talented. The the Jets have so much talent on this roster, and they're so young that I don't feel like the pressure of everyone picking them is going to mount to where they're they're not playing up to the caliber that they're capable of playing. So um, with that being said, the only thing that I dislike about that is being in Denver. It's in Denver, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. I hated playing in Denver because it is very true hard to play in Denver because of the lack of oxygen. Every time I hated it. But I think they're young enough that it doesn't matter because they're so good and they're so athletic. Yeah, Russell Wilson also hates playing in Denver. Yeah. As it turns out. <laughs> well, that's a good line. Hey, he's 200 and something million. I don't know. I think that maybe yeah, so changes. Yeah, he's got plenty of uh, – He's got plenty of reasons to be happy with that trade, and none of them taking place so far on the field. Nico, you're the best. Have a great weekend. Thank, Thank you, you, my man. I'm ready. You I'm... can be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation's presented by Dr. Pepper. And in college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Coming up tomorrow, we get a moment in sports that had to happen. Plus, we will give you the best bet of the NFL season. Those are on the way next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Ready to go right now. Green Light with Greeny. All right, so this thing has taken a turn as I hand the green light to Hembo here for analysis of game two of the ALCS. Hembo just ran and grabbed himself a broom. Mm. You have predicted a an Astro sweep, and so you are you have begun your obnoxiousness quickly here. Hembo, go ahead. I also am a small enough man that if Nuno were here in studio today, knowing the possibility of that punch, I don't think I would have wielded the, the, the broom. It makes... It makes me feel much more comfortable that he's there and I'm here. You might have wielded it as a, as a, as a defense. You might, have used it, <laughs> you might have used it to ward him off. Uh, but one way or another, after the umpire I know was new, the object of Nuno's ire in game one, last night it was the breeze with the roof being open last night and that Hambo cost the Yankees a game-tying home run from Aaron Judge. It's true. It's 100% true and Aaron Boone... The Yankees manager said as much. So in the eighth inning, uh, Aaron Judge blasted a ball to right field, 345 feet it went, probably about two feet away from being a home run, and Aaron Boone after the game was not happy about the fact that it wasn't a home run. I think, you know, who'd have thought? I think the roof opened kind of kind of killed us. I didn't think, like, he smoked it like no doubter, but it felt like his homers to right. So let's just be clear on what happened here and what did not, because immediately on Twitter you start hearing the conspiracy theories. So in much the same way that the Yankees being the home team or being a contestant, a a participant in game five against the Guardians had no say in whether that game got postponed to the following day. Major League Baseball takes over those decisions in the postseason in exactly the same way. The Astros did not have control of the roof being open last night. I was amazed to hear, maybe I should have known this, but I didn't that the roof was only open for one game all season long in Houston this year. But there are some ordinances locally that under certain weather conditions, they are obligated to have the roof open because it would have been cheaper to build a dome than it was to build a stadium with a retractable roof. And so in order to get any public money to build it, I didn't know any of this until I heard, I guess it was Brian Anderson saying it last night, whoever it was that was saying it on the telecast, I got to be honest, I did not know this, that in order to get the money somehow, there was some agreement that in certain weather conditions, the roof would have to be open. Last night met those conditions. So what was dictated, Nuno, was that the roof had to be open. It was only the second game all year that the game was played with the roof open in Houston, and it winds up costing your team (laughs) a game-tying home run. Nuno, how do you feel about that this morning? That's not even what bothers me, Greeny. And, like, Hembo, as much as he's a troll or just obnoxious, like, because you said starting to be obnoxious, I think you Mm -hmm. should just drop the starting part. Mm -hmm. It's the Aaron Boone. It's Brian Cashman. It's this. I knew this team wasn't going to win this, 
But the fact that they look so bad, they've struck out 30 times. There's no adjustments. Je- uh, Jess Mendoza, Jessica Mendoza d- talked about today, like what frustrated on get up, what frustrated her the most. The fact that they were taking first pitch strikes down the middle and no one made any adjustments. It's that type of stuff. It's, you know, you're, you're. You're lost. You're you're making these changes with the lineup because you have you're out of ideas. Like that's what frustrates me the most about this. For anyone who didn't see Get Up this morning, that's exactly what Jess said. That facing Framber Valdez last night, who's got as good a curveball. Basically, can you give me numbers on this? Does he have the best curveball in baseball? If he has, not, it's close. He has the best curveball in baseball, and he induced 16 swings and misses with it last night. But 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 the game plan last night, for whatever reason was he was throwing first-pitch fastballs right down the middle almost every time, and the Yankees kept taking them, taking them, taking them, taking them. They're behind in the count. It felt like every single at-bat last night, and then he comes with that nasty curveball, mm-hmm. and the Yankees had no chance. The Yankees saw 11 first pitches in the zone yesterday, and they swung at three of them. That kind of approach works in the regular season because what you want to do in the regular season is chase the starter. In the playoffs— you don't need to chase the starter because the Astros have five guys that can blow a hundred in the back end of their bullpen. It's not like getting, it's not like tiring the starting pitcher does you anything there. So I think that's the biggest problem with the Yankees. Nuno is right here. The Yankees can't hit a lick. They're nine for 65 in the series. So 138 batting average, 30 strikeouts, four walks. Alan Hahn and I were texting about the Yankees lineup yesterday, this home run heaviness. And the way that I put it was, it's a great way to be good but it's a bad way to be great. Over the course of 162 games, out-homering your opponent works. But as we've seen in this series, and as we've seen the Astros do for years, there is more than one way to skin a cat. The Yankees can beat you one way. The Astros can beat you any number of ways, and that's why they're going to sweep the Yankees in this series. The road to the World Series goes through us at ESPN Radio. It's presented by AutoZone, ESPN Radio, and, of course, always available on the ESPN app. I, I... did you get a little thrill out of texting with Alan Hahn last night? Like, it, did, did he initiate the texting or did you? Um, I initiated the texting, but I have to say, like, there, there's only a few people in my phone for whom, like, their headshot pops up, like, in their contact. Yeah. He's one of them. I really like that. Like, you, I get to you see have him each the time. biggest man crush on Alan Hahn of any person I've ever He's seen. He's a handsome, chiseled god. He is. And for some reason, he values my opinion on baseball, so we've been texting a lot. Well, everyone why, about, why did you text him in the first place? I we, we were just... We were just Talking ball. He wasn't. On, he wasn't on get up. Like I don't. Understand. You just randomly reach out to Alan Hahn and yes. just start. Yes, that's what happened yes. here. Yes, and just start nope. talking Yankee. Hey, Alan, it's Hembo. Yes. What do you think the Yankees are going to do tonight? <laughs> yes, Bubba, this is ex- you are you are you are making the point exactly. <laughs> Did mean, you that's ever insane. see Bubba? Will know it. This the Keith Hernandez episodes of Seinfeld, <laughs> yeah. where Jerry just liked the like? idea of being friends with Keith Hernandez. Is he going to help him move? Alan Hahn is Hembo's Keith Hernandez. That's exactly what's going on here, and it's just that simple. I mean, I don't know what that means. I don't watch TV shows, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, anyway, the point of it is, now it arranges for, and this is what I meant in my tease when I said, tomorrow we get a moment in sports that absolutely had to happen. I will set the stage. Garrett Cole, once upon a time, pitched for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He was pretty good there. He went to Houston. He became great. He was... Absolutely a critical piece of that team becoming what they became, which is, um, I guess, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Are they approaching being a mini dynasty? Like, is this like a little dynastic era they have going here? They've been very good for several years now. The only reason you wouldn't consider them so is because they, they've lost, they've only won the World Series once. And, but they, they've and, been they, the best and they cheated to do that Correct. very publicly, but mm-hmm. one way or the other. Garrett Cole 
was right in the middle of it. And then he signs the biggest contract any pitcher ever received in the entire history of the sport to leave the Astros and go to the Yankees. And tomorrow, the Yankees' entire season rides on Garrett Cole coming up huge against his former team. That was a moment that had to happen. From the instant this trade took place, this moment tomorrow had to happen. And I'll say this, I don't feel sorry for anyone who makes $324 million. And I don't feel sorry for Cole either. But I will say, the amount of pressure that, that, that is on him, that, that he has to feel like it would be, he would not be a human being if he didn't feel it. Like I, I have felt pressure in my life. We all have. We've all been in situations that we felt pressure for whatever. That, I mean, it's things like on your wedding day, you feel a, a particular kind of pressure. First time I was ever on TV, I remember a pressure. I remember auditioning at ESPN. The first time I did SportsCenter, first time we went on Letterman, I remember feeling like very, very anxious. I, that was just me. The only person who cared how those things went was me. When you have the entire world watching in this scenario, when it's all on you, like, even if you're the starting quarterback in a Super Bowl, there's a lot of pressure in that. But you have so many other people who are in it with you. At the end of the day, Garrett Cole is walking out to that mound alone. Just him and a ball. And the hopes and dreams of the entire world, not only hopes and dreams, but the expectations. Because the only thing, the only thing he's allowed to do is be dominant tomorrow. Mm. That is the only thing he's allowed to do. If not, then it is completely a referendum on everything. Right? Tomorrow is everything. The amount of pressure on one man to perform in the world of sports tomorrow is as significant as it has been in any situation I can think of in a long time. Yeah, I love the way that you framed that. Garrett Cole was not paid $324 million for games like these. He was paid $324 million for this game. Unfortunately, his team's down 2 nothing. He's not going to get any run support. He's got to be perfect, and he knows if he walks off that mound after giving up a couple home runs— Boobirds are going to rain down upon him profusely. He has, like you said, one lane and one lane only. He has to carve up that Astros lineup, but that ain't going to be an easy task. How do you feel about uh, the chance that it'll happen, Nuno? I'll ask Kemmel this. How many home runs does Garrett Cole give up? gave up this regular a season? A lot. He gives up a lot. <laughs> um, and he's given up eight homers and six uh, postseason starts he, with the Yankees. Here's my biggest concern. Jose Altuve is what, 0 for 23, 0 for 24, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. That... These guys, the Astros haven't been great either in terms of even this playoff. They've hit huge home runs at the right time, but they haven't hit well either. That's my concern, that all of a sudden in Yankee Stadium, they turn it on and they're celebrating on a Sunday after sweeping them. Bubba, what are you rooting for? I don't even know. It's I guess, it's a tough – I don't even know, honestly. I, I guess – the Astros. He's so torn. <laughs> it's, it's a really tough one. I mean, the anguish in the voice of the Met fan, Bubba. Uh, in, 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 honestly, in, in, all this, down all deep this, inside, you're rooting for the Yankees. Just say it. All I can four tell. scenarios are bad. No, no. We, we have the Phillies. Or, or, or the Pod- I guess overall, I want the Padres to win. The exactly. Team us, Bubba's going to, Bubba as a Met fan, all four will be scenarios like, are bad. No, Bubba as a Met fan is going to be like, well, you know, it's the Padres. We lost to the Padres. So if we had beaten the Padres, we would have won the World <laughs> Series. That's the type of. Of, uh, thinking he's going to have. We all know the game isn't over till it's over. Next time you need parts for your car, don't call it quits. Go to eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts to take your car into overtime. Get the right parts at the right prices with eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Uh, this KOD is not going to come from me, but it's actually going to come from Hembo. This is an interesting one. 
So I, I talked earlier with Ninko a little bit about how the Packers are playing a game this week that if I'm a fan of Green Bay, this game scares me to death. The two legendary quarterbacks both have quote-unquote winnable games on their schedule. Buccaneers are struggling. Brady gets the Panthers this week. The Panthers in the last week have fired their coach and traded away two of their best players, including last night by far their best. The, Bu- the Buccaneers should win this game. What is the number on that game? That, that game should it's be two to touchdowns. It's up 13, and they're yeah. on the road. And they, they should win that game by three touchdowns. Rodgers, meanwhile, lost last week to the Jets as a big favorite, lost the week before that to the Giants as a big favorite, should have lost to the Pack, uh, to, excuse me, the Patriots at home. Absolutely. I mean, Bailey Zappi had that game won 10 different ways at Lambeau a few weeks ago. And now he's going to Washington. And tell everybody about the bet you made yesterday, Hembo. I got Washington at plus 650 to make the playoffs this year, to lay 100 to win 650, Greeny. And I'll tell you why. I am so confident Washington's going to make the playoffs because I don't have one. I don't have two. I have three examples of Carson Wentz's teams getting better after he gets hurt like he just did. The 2018 Eagles, they started 5-6 and six with Carson Wentz. They wound up winning a playoff game and nearly winning another with Nick Foles. The 2017 Eagles, they did the impossible. They won the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback and beat Brady and Belichick in a game in which they did not punt. And lastly, 2015, Carson Wentz, the quarterback for North Dakota State, they were 4-2. and two. He got hurt. <laughs> the next eight games were started by a kid named Easton Stick. You know how many of those eight games he won? Eight? He won all eight. Easton Stick. I remember him. He was actually in the NFL. For, he may even still be in the NFL for, for all I know. I did not know about that one. Obviously, remember the Eagles ones. Teams have a funny way, and that's a great job bringing it all the way back, of getting better without Carson Wentz. Now, I think I don't know Wentz. I don't understand all the reasons why everyone connected to him seems to have a problem with him. So I'm sort of inclined to feel a little sorry for him because of the, the maligning. Like, what, what, what is the what is the that slander, the, 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 the malignation that I mean, he is just oft maligned. Um, <laughs> so to the point that I actually feel bad. I mean, he's a professional athlete and it's got to be humiliating. But one way or the other. The facts are the facts. Taylor Heineke, they've got a guy back there who can play. He's got experience. I think, I think Washington could win that game. I really do. And, and I can't even fathom <coughs> the degree to which all hell is going to break loose if the Packers lose this game. But I think it could happen. I really do. And I think that they could, as a result of it, they could implode. All right, coming up next, you are going to hear a lot of things, including you are going to hear directly from the one person who reads the room worse than anyone on planet Earth. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. 
Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, jam-packed we are right now as Greeny. We roll along here with so many podcasts available right now. It takes a team of people to bring them together. So whether you're hiring for a podcast or you're growing business, one place makes it easy, ZipRecruiter. You can try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Not the sexiest slate of NFL games this weekend, but that's why we need Joe Fortenbaugh because he sexes up everything. Um, and by that, I mean... He, <laughs> I, that was really a very poor way of phrasing what I was trying to say. He makes these games a lot more interesting because you could, if you're betting on this game, it becomes very sexy. That's what I'm trying to that's say. That's exactly that how it came out. A poorly phrased, uh, on my part, I mm. totally get that. In the meantime, my tease was the following. There is one person in the world who reads the room worse than anyone I can ever remember. And that person is Russell Wilson. Now, I hate that I'm about to make fun of Russell Wilson because the Jets are playing the Broncos this week. And that is the scariest. Whoever would have thought that the Jets would be in a position to have a trap game this season. But this actually is one. And so it scares me to death. But I have to do it. I cannot ignore what Russell Wilson has done. So the whole world kind of went in on Russell Wilson after they had an an unbearably terrible game. And he finished his press conference by saying, Broncos country, let's ride. That's his thing. And you know what? When that's your thing, you have to know when to not use your thing. Like, I'm not sure what the circumstances would be, but, you know, I like to say back and better than ever. But there are certain moments where that just is not the right thing to have come out of your mouth. So Russell Wilson needs to know when not to say, Broncos country, let's ride. He also needs to know when not to say this. Right now, his team is playing terribly. He is playing terribly. It is the talk of the entire NFL that he's got this contract and they're playing so bad and everything else. Now he gets hurt. He's hurt. And yesterday, he's asked about his recovery. 
And you tell me if this, under these circumstances, is a correct reading of the room. Feeling better. Feeling better every day. Uh, you know, day by day. Obviously, it happened Monday night, but um, it's getting, it's, it, I, I heal quick. I don't know if it's Wolverine blood or what, but uh, <laughs> well, getting better. <laughs> he laughed at himself. I didn't, see it. I didn't hear the sound yet. I don't know if it's Wolverine blood. I mean, that's something you say when things are going great. When things are going one way, am I, am someone, t- Bubba, am I overreacting to this or is that just not reading the room? When you're playing as badly as he is playing, <laughs> should you be suggesting that the miracle recovery you are undergoing right now from injury is based upon Wolverine blood? Is that, do you have any issue with it? I mean, you can make an argument that Russell Wilson is the worst person in America at reading the room. <laughs> He is. He just seems to be on a different planet. The stuff he does, the videos he posts, he is just so awkward and weird with the stuff he posts that you just he doesn't seem to be in in the same universe as the rest of us. So I I think this is just on par for him. So I'm not surprised. But yeah, it makes no sense. It's insane. But he never reads the room correctly. So I'm not shocked. I'm going to it here. The man who replaced him in Seattle, Geno Smith, currently has the fourth highest QBR. In the National Football League, QBR, for those who don't know, is our all-encompassing statistic that takes into account all the different ways a quarterback goes about helping his team win. Tua Tungavailoa actually has the highest in the league right now, followed by Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Geno Smith. I'm scrolling down to find Russell Wilson. (laughs) I'm scrolling. Your computer might run out of juice. I'm scrolling. Russell Wilson's QBR is 26th in the NFL. That is just ahead of Carson Wentz, Davis Mills, and Baker Mayfield. Like, that's how badly he's playing. And, and again, look, I, I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm not in it to make fun of Russell Wilson. I do not think he has gone from being really good to being incompetent. He's going to get it back together to some degree. And I just hope to God it isn't this Sunday. But it is interesting to think. This team committed to him in the hugest possible way. Bear in mind the sequence of events that took place here. Before they were sold, the Denver Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett. Before the franchise itself was sold, they hired Nathaniel Hackett to be their head coach. The overwhelming belief is that they thought that was going to bring Aaron Rodgers with him. That's what everyone thought. I thought it. I think, and I don't, I'm not sitting here telling you I was thinking it from afar. I'm telling you, based upon the stuff I was being told by lots and lots of people close to the situation, I was sure Aaron Rodgers was going to Denver. They chose Hackett over Dan Quinn, parenthetically. That, that's correct. He doesn't go. Then they trade for Russell Wilson. Then the team gets sold. Then they give Russell Wilson the $250 million extension. So the new ownership is 100% in on the Russell Wilson. This is on them. They are not in on the coach. The question is, if this thing goes badly, how many coaches would have to get fired before they would decide it was Russell's fault? Like, does he have a – if I put the over-under on two and a half coaches that he could go through before ownership would start blaming the quarterback, would you go over or under? I would go over because there's no out in his contract. Let me just lay it out for you here. Next year, the dead money, if you will, if you move on from him, this is how much it costs you, is $107 million. Next year, there's no chance of. The year after that, $85 million. No chance of. 2025, 
$49.6 million. I can't do it. You can't do it. The first year it would be even possible would be 2026, in which his dead cap charge is $31.2 million. So no matter what, he is going to be the Broncos quarterback for three more years after this. Do you, did you say, I, I see on my screen here, we have the let's ride. Go ahead. Uh, you, you have it handy? Go ahead and play it if you have it. You do have it or no? It's on my, oh, we don't have it. It says we have let's ride sought after that terrible TNF loss a couple of weeks ago. Oh, that's a question mark, meaning you asked the I, question. I put that in the Google you Doc. You put yes. that in the Google Doc as a question. Well, now let's just analyze what just happened oh, here. No. Hembo put a question within my line of sight. But I did not recognize it as a question, and I thought someone was saying, we have the let's ride sot after that terrible loss a couple of weeks ago. So I threw to something we did not have. The question is, is that A, on Hembo, B, on Nuno, C, on Bubba? What? (laughs) The one thing that is not an option is that it's on me. We do have this sound. That's why we need Joe Fortenbaugh, because he sexes up everything. Mm. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.